15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast. This is a semi-weekly progressive political and atheist-filled podcast based in the state where we are so conservative that wine is considered contraband in grocery stores. This is episode number 103, and this is the current events and news episode where I throw as many fucking headlines as as I possibly can. And trust me, we've got a whole ton of them for you guys to hear our slanted opinions on. So if you're hearing us for the first time, and like everybody says, if 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 you're a podcaster, somebody's listening for the first time. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm X. I'm your host. And uh, I've got Kyle and Felicia joining me once again. <gasps> We're back. Yeah. We're back. We've got a full cast. And Jeff will be coming back in July, I believe, because he's he's so fucking. That's a busy man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I feel like I work hard. That man works hard. <laughs> oh, I have a job that encourages life work balance. We took a half day on Thursday to go to a baseball game, and then I was done at two and went home and took a nap. <laughs> what the hell? And, and I had a successful week. So, you know, my company makes all the fucking money, and we still do that shit. <laughs> I'm in the wrong word. <laughs> yeah. They are. Everyone is. You guys have need for a mainframe technician? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Big giant companies always need them fucking mainframes. Anyway, uh, welcome back. And we are going to jump into some news you missed, but I want to see what everybody's been up to for the past little bit, because it's been a while since we've had Kyle and Felicia back on. And we let's not go into grandiose detail, but what have you guys been up to since in the break? Um, I started pole dancing. Yeah, <laughs> not not for money. I pay people to teach me how to do it. <laughs> but oh, I'm, I'm not so fun. Yeah, uh, but I'm so in love with it. I'm so in love with it <laughs> that I want to get good enough to start doing like shows and competitions and stuff. Like I'm hooked. I'm in. Oh, it's so great. It's the best. And Kyle's like, so I started pole dancing. <laughs> <laughs> well, now my story doesn't seem so interesting. I know shit. It, no, I've 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 <laughs> mostly been like going to little league baseball games and softball games. That's okay. I've been get, da- I've been dadding I've been too, Kyle. Stuff. I've been I've been dadding. <laughs> I've been doing dad stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So. Nothing thrilling. None of us are pulled. I mean, n- neither Kyle nor I are pulled dancers, but 
That's what happens when you don't have kids shackling you down there. <laughs> I can do I can do a, I can do the reverse showgirl now and like actually like hold myself up all the way so I like spin on like and the pole isn't spinning. Like they do they switch they go back and forth, but I can do it on a static pole and spin all the way around till I'm like on the floor and I can do the sundial where it's like <laughs> your legs are like straight out and I can almost climb up the pole. Can't do it yet. And abs aren't there, but I'm I'm so much closer than I've ever been. I'm this close to being able to do it. I just like, see nice. two more weeks. If you're still doing it in a year, it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff I was doing last year. Yeah, I don't need that anymore. I climb up with my labia now. <laughs> you should see some of these. You women. can make. They look like you can make floating. so much money if you can do if you figure that one out. <laughs> you like should a- see some of these women though, man. Like they, they're like they look like they're floating. They just like grab on and they're just like wee and you're like how how it's, it's like uh, two slugs gumming a fucking pole it's crazy <laughs> they are they're just like holding on with their legs they're like hi and they're like just their legs are there and then they like can like do shapes and they're just holding on with their legs and you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah no a, a good a good pole dancer is impressive to watch um a mediocre one is interest is entertaining to watch, especially yeah. if they're not quite that good, and it makes that squeaking sound when they spin around. Uh, you know <laughs> that sounds yeah. like it, it sounds like when you eat it in the fucking gym and your face hits the floor. It's like <laughs> I, I, uh, I didn't I didn't uh, clean off my pole before doing a reverse sundial this last week, and um, so like you wipe it down. Yeah, you, you wipe down the pole. Mm-hmm. You wipe down you gotta, the pole. You gotta, you gotta clean the pole. Gotta clean the pole. Keep the pole you clean. Know, um, and good so stroke, good long my, strokes up and down. I looped my leg around it, and so it's like between my, it's behind my knee. The pole was behind my knee, and I and I started to slide because I had a good grip. I was perfectly in position, but I slid to slide, and the skin just went. <laughs> like, oh, it was awful. Like, ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> And I am earning bruises like it's nobody's business. You, my legs are interesting right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shall we get into some news? Let's go ahead and swing into some news. We'll be right back after this. Have y'all ever wonder what it's like to be a redneck with empathy? Have you never heard of a Southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath Podcast. Hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed-up Southern us JW and skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? If you were privy enough to catch the the Comey testimony, the two-hour-plus thing that... I remember rolling out of bed and turning on C-SPAN 3 on my fucking iPhone. And watching it for like the next two and a half hours, like you, like you, like a normal sane person would do if this was any other fucking president. Yeah, <laughs> for for a guy that was just answering the same question a dozen different times, it was surprisingly fascinating. And the interesting thing that to me is that some people, especially uh, survivors of uh, different kinds of like uh, sexual assault. Have mm-hmm. said that his testimony that to the questions that the GOP was asking him, even the questions were very reminiscent of their kind of abuse that they received at the hands of, you know, the people were saying, oh, why didn't you fight back? You know, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. 
And so throughout the two and a half hour testimony, and I'm grabbing this from Huffington Post, so you know you can call me a shill, a cuck, whatever you want to call me. I don't care. I've got that word filtered out on YouTube, so fuck you guys. You can't call me that. Anyway, so in the two hour testimony, you said someone said, you're big, you're strong. There's a certain amount of intimidation there, but why didn't you stop and say, Mr. President, this is wrong. I can't discuss this with you. It's like, that's <laughs> not how it works. The guy is in a position of power, and that's what rapists are they're not it's not about the getting off it's the it's the dominating it's the yeah not, it's, it's the control right. yeah it's the well, control. There, there is that but you know uh, god i hate to sound like i hate i hate to sound like the asshole that i am but <laughs> call you're an asshole <laughs> really i kept thinking and watching his testimony that he's he's just a little bit he's not the kind of guy who's going to really stand up to authority in the heat of that moment well he, he's, he's not somebody he's who's respected the system for so long he, he's respected right. that system he's he's not going to stand up and go mr president this is wrong he's just going to sit there and go hmm this is unusual That's yeah kind of okay. like i you go mean, through a lot of things it's like yeah i mean I observe more than I interact sometimes right. in life. <laughs> much like much like uh, a sexual abuse victim or right. a sexual assault victim yeah. who's never been approached with this kind of behavior before mm -hmm. and just is very confused on what is going on overall. Going on? Yeah, like exactly. Like, yeah, a little bit like that, too. Yes. But yeah, no, he also addressed that. He, he in that question, when, when he was answering those questions, it's like, this is not normal this is unusual <laughs> i didn't know what the hell to do i didn't know how to respond to this <laughs> they questioned him they're like this have, have you done with, have you done this with other presidents before and he's like no <laughs> because <laughs> this does he made it sound like this doesn't happen and i'm gonna get no, off i'm gonna get off the sexual assault thing here and talk about the fact that the right is running away i mean just completely as fast as they fucking can trying to say oh he said that he hoped that he can make this thing go, go away like that's still obstruction of justice because he's hoping that an investigation stops, you know, that operative word there, hope doesn't automatically make him, yeah. you know, In above fact, the law. <laughs> Gonna cite opening yeah. arguments with Thomas Smith and Andrew P. Torres. Oh my god. P. Torres, right. thank you. Andrew Torres. Uh Andrew Torres is an actual lawyer. Opening arguments is a fantastic mm -hmm. legal podcast. They actually went over this and he cites two cases. Where it was found that saying hope definitely implied do this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, so, there's, there yeah. is precedent for this. And it's because it's almost like the law recognizes that people don't straight out, like, come out and commit felonies verbatim. Like, <laughs> this, people, mm, people this, manipulate words. This just right. rings to no, me I mean, of the whole, you know, if you're a criminal and if you ask a cop, they have to tell you you're a cop. That's what it sounds like to me. It's like me going down to 25th yeah. Street and be like, I sure hope. I don't buy any meth tonight. <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, psst, you want some meth? Hey, man. <laughs> Got meth. Got a lot of yeah. I mean, and anybody, anybody, anybody who's watched any kind of uh, crime dramas, gangster movies, any, you see the same tropes every single time <laughs> for Why? a reason. Wouldn't it? And be it's a always shame? yeah. Wouldn't it be a shame if something some happened nice to your store? 
Mm, I sure hope nobody sets fire to your place. (laughs) (laughs) So continuing on with some of the comments that can be misconstrued as, you know, if you were grilling a sexual assault person here, someone said that, uh, uh, what did they say? Did you tell the White House counsel it's not an appropriate request? Someone needs to tell the president he can't do these things. And, and let's see, what else do they say? Uh, why he continued to take the president's calls, even though after asking not to be left alone with the president, and the person said, you said, I don't want to be in the room with him again, but you continued to talk to him on the phone. What is the difference between being in a room alone with him and talking to him on the phone alone? Um, We're okay, talking one, about the fucking president of the goddamn United States. <laughs> I got one better. I got one better. I am an abuse survivor. I've known I'm an abuse survivor for a very long time. It wasn't until this year, 2017, when my ex texted me some bullshit apology and I didn't respond. And I finally blocked him on everything, on everything. Uh, it, it was just this year and I've, we've been broken up for going on three years now. And just this year, I finally cut off communication 100%. This is the nature of abuse. You don't know what to do. And oftentimes, especially when it's manipulative and subtle the way that this was phrased, it's very difficult for you to understand in the moment what is going on. That's the mm-hmm. whole point. That's the nature of abuse. That's the nature of these things. Right. And even at that, it's, he's still, he's still the president. The FBI director is still, (laughs) you, you don't block calls from the sitting president. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you not, why would you ever do that? That You know, I'm sorry. You don't block phone calls from your boss. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, even though he's not like directly his, he's still kind of his boss. But apparently, he can fire the FBI director. So there's yeah, that. I'm sorry, you can't. <laughs> if it, a guy can fire you, you don't block his calls. And th- that that brings up an, another salient point that we could talk about here is that the president has a lot of powers that he can use. Mm-hmm. He can pardon somebody. Like, say, if he asked uh, Sean Spicer, Sean, I want you to go murder this guy. And Sean Spicer goes and murders him. Well, okay, this this one doesn't really take place because that would be a state murder, not a federal murder. Anyway, just saying, you know, if he had somebody commit a federal crime, he could pardon him for it. Even if he like was implicated Nixon in was it. pardoned for all potential crimes? Yeah. Yeah. Nixon was pardoned by all for all potential crimes. Mm-hmm. And so you have that kind of power that you've got going on there. And so when you have somebody that can do this stuff and can, you know, leg- legally do this, they don't know the difference between legality and how it appears to the rest of the world. Because Trump is doing a lot of stuff that he can do. But mm-hmm. boy, his approval rating is in the fucking toilet. And mm-hmm. not amongst Republicans. No. Not amongst Republicans. It's, it's amongst that 25% that voted him in <laughs> yeah. of the country. And I don't know how much harder we can push people to actually get out the fucking vote. Even if you better fucking show up in midterms, people. <laughs> you better show up in midterms. I and, God. <laughs> and you need to stop with this. Oh, quit shaming me for not voting the right way. No. 
you did something wrong. Shaming is when we shame someone for being a slut or for being overweight, you know, things that don't actually have any moral Mm -hmm. currency, things that are not inherently wrong in any way, shape or form, and that we make them feel bad for that to elicit a certain response, though that's shaming. Uh, When you do something wrong and people say you did something wrong, that's not shaming. That is you needing to own up to your shit. If your boss says, hey, you did something wrong, you don't go, quit shaming me. I thought this was a, <laughs> I thought this was like an open work. I thought you like wanted me. You guys knew what you got, got when you hired me. You don't. That is no. That's not how this works. You have a social contract and you, you, you abused it well, and you did me. a wrong thing. <laughs> I thought this was America. I thought I could vote for whoever I wanted to. And they keep bringing up the whole, well, if you were to, if you wanted me to vote for Hillary, you sh- I didn't want to vote for Hillary. You should have given me a better candidate. And it's just like, man, man, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> she like, won. She won fair and shit. square. No, she cheated. She won the, the primary DNC and she was a good candidate. Yeah. She, yeah, that's, uh, uh, okay. fucking I hate this conversation because she yeah. was a good candidate. Damn she it. was a good candidate. But the thing is, like, look at it. Bernie bros, all of you people out there that are like, Bernie would have fucking won. Bernie would have won. Uh, no, I don't even know about that. That's I don't know about that because true. we don't. We haven't gotten the scope of what Russia did to our fucking election system. We don't know. Right. We're still finding the shit out. But the thing is, if Bernie was to was to have won the thing and he happened to magically win, you guys realize that Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat, was not a Democrat when he came into the fucking race. He, he jumped on to the DNC because... He knows that he couldn't run as a fucking independent and win mm-hmm. the election. He knew the system. He was aware of the right. system. He and knew he, the system. And even when he lost, he's like, look, I know you guys really wanted me. Vote Hillary. And everybody oh, else, oh, even his most ardent supporters were like, no, no, I'm not going to vote for Hillary. I'm going to vote for Trump because I fucking can't have my ball and I want to go home. It's like, God. <laughs> Do the roar. Yeah, you should feel bad. <laughs> Asshole. You should feel bad. Yeah. You, should you should feel bad. Feel bad. You should. Because now we're having to sit through two and a half hours of fucking testimony from the fired FBI director that's had a good, oh, I don't know, six years left in his tenure, tenure <laughs> of his job. But he was fired because, he, and he pointed it back to Trump. He's like, because he said that it helped got rid of, it, get rid of the pressure from Russia. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> no, I didn't. That's not what I said. No, we have Twitter. Uh, you know, yeah, that's what you said. <sighs> yeah, no, the that's Twitter what you said. President is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Don't make me beg now. <laughs> You're funny. Bye. Get your fat ass back here. So we haven't talked about this guy in quite a long time, and I just kind of barked it out there for a second. Uh, Josh Duggar. I remember we used to talk about him a lot in the pre-Trumpian era. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of went away for a little while. Oh, he's back though. <laughs> yeah, who dragged this ball of shit out? Uh, TMZ. <laughs> oh, thanks, TMZ. <laughs> so Josh Duggar is back now, and it, uh, they they label him correctly here. They call him child molester and Christian extremist. Josh Duggar is now mm-hmm. saying that he is the victim, and he is suing the parties responsible for releasing information about his child molestation case. Excuse me, what the fuck? <laughs> He's the victim. <laughs> he's a he's a white Christian. What do you think? <laughs> oh, 
All right. So TMZ reported saying that Duggar filed documents to join the lawsuit that Jill, Jessa, and Ginger enjoy. Four sisters. Fuck you. Four of fuck, his sisters. Fuck, fuck that. That he no, molested. <laughs> so in his uh, that they filed last month. So he's he's joining the lawsuit with them. And uh, what the fuck is he doing? So Josh says that cops assured him in his 2006 interview while discussing the molestation of his sisters would remain private. Here's the thing, Josh. You're learning something that lots of people of color have learned about the court system. Cops can pretty much say whatever they want to say to get mm -hmm. you to talk mm -hmm. about stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They can even manipulate you into confessing for something you didn't do. Yeah. The thing. Oh, yeah. As we've seen with making a murderer. <laughs> yeah, that poor <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kid was barely borderline, you know, uh, he functional. Was definitely <laughs> yeah, borderline functional. Definitely special needs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it says, uh, he says that since he wasn't charged, the information wouldn't have gone public if the reports weren't released to In Touch magazine. So Duggar says once the story came out, it caused him mental anguish and humiliation. Oh, do you feel bad? <laughs> you yeah. feel bad for fucking with your sisters, touching their genitalia, and doing all this tor. Ugh. Gross motherfucker. I hate this guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. See. I have no forgiveness in my heart for abusers. Mm -mm. I really don't. No. I really, mm -hmm. really no. don't. He played up the sympathy card in the docs saying that he was, quote, victimized and forced to relive the painful and difficult circumstances of a traumatic experience as a juvenile. Excuse me. You were the Your attacker. trauma? <laughs> this guy. You were victimized? <laughs> this fucking guy. You were victimized. <laughs> Oh, man. How does that feel? <laughs> How does that feel to feel attacked and out of control and people slinging horrible things at you and to feel <laughs> like there's nothing you could do and that you will question your very worth as a human being? How does that fucking feel? <laughs> God, I'm, I'm having a hard time even understanding the basis of this case. So what what's happened is that he wants damages from the Springdale arkansas police uh the city and county prosecutors and in touch magazine publishers so he's blaming in touch magazine for getting these documents and releasing them to the public from when he uh, revealed this stuff in 2006 of something that he did when he was a juvenile so i'm not sure the hell where did felicia go <laughs> here oh okay just for checking there we go <laughs> Let's see. Everything so, fine. and they're probably going to try to sue, saying, "Well, we'd still have our TV show if it wasn't for this too." And they're, so they're probably going to try to sue for lost wages or something. And so, shouldn't they be suing Josh? I, I would think so because it's his fault. <laughs> it's his fucking fault. Yeah. <laughs> but see, the thing is, no, they. I don't. I can't see that they have a case here on this. I just can't. They don't. So they don't you last don't, year? You don't get to not. Face, if you victimize people that's that's a real thing yeah your charges are public and the fact that it came out is you, you don't get to sit there and say that you were real sorry so i'm sorry <laughs> right you don't you don't get to you can't sue for damages because because the story was published it was true yeah. And you made yourself a public figure. Yeah, by being on a goddamn television yeah. show and being on the Heritage Council and 
whatever else fucking the family research council I bet uh, council I bet he was with them. So anyway, he last year after we got done talking about him and all the horrible shit that he was doing then, he spent several months at Reformers Unanimous. <laughs> which, sure, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Located in Illinois, a Christian rehab center. <laughs> the facility is not a medical institution and it is instead mm-hmm. a faith-based scam that preys on gullible conservatives like the Duggars and Christians out there. So it is doubtful that Josh received any meaningful treatment there. Before entering the fake rehab, Duggar admitted to living a double life. This is the same asshole that was doing like the Ashley Madison. He was caught doing all that stuff. And this is the mm-hmm. same guy that abused a prostitute, I think, is what uh, one of the things that happened. Yeah, didn't he hit no, her? No, yeah, it was like a porn star. He was like choking and punching her and shit like that. And she might have been yeah. down for like some of it, but he like crossed the line. You know, he crossed the red, the, yeah. the, 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 the stop word. Safe you word. Know? Yeah. yeah, safe yeah. words are a when thing you, when and you they matter. Pay- yeah, when you when you pay someone who has sex for a living and you pay them $15,000 to have sex with you and you freak them out and you go too far <laughs> and I'm sorry somebody who does somebody who does porn I mean not to not to be too crass about that but they've they've seen they, it man <laughs> they've done some shit they have they, have, they have right up in their biz. Right. They have boundaries that are a little bit out there. Yeah. So when you when you go too far with them, you really done gone too far. Yeah, because a blowjob's like a handshake in that world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hi, how you doing? In fact, it's not, actually. In fact, it's not. I'm joking. In fact, it's not. <laughs> okay, so good night. He yeah, he 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 didn't reform his behavior and um i was actually speaking with uh my therapist about this because i'm really open about going to therapy for my ptsd um and uh because i I feel like it's useful for people to know that this is a thing um and i was talking to her about abusers and reform and i was saying i have no forgiveness in my heart for him and um it turns out that christian idea of forgiveness not relevant to heal, guys, you don't have to forgive your abuser nope. at all. You mm. don't. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. Um. And so, uh, I was saying that I had, I had no, I didn't believe that there. I, I don't believe abusers generally become reformed. And she said, what they have to do is take on the guilt and accept what they did to even start. They have to accept that they abused. That's, oh, well, that's where, yeah. that leads me into this yeah. next line, which is just going to infuriate the fuck out of you. So after Josh exited right. the Christian rehab, there were reports that surfaced that Duggar would not apologize to his sisters for sexually abusing them. And you not guys, one. you guys, you guys want to give a guess why, why he didn't do this? Why he didn't Jesus apologize? Jesus forgave him. Close enough. The because devil made him Jesus. do it. Because oh, the devil made oh. him do it. <laughs> was it wasn't me. It was the devil. And it says here, the quote from TMZ says, one thing you probably won't hear is that he's actually sorry. As he believes that the external forces, that there were external forces to blame for his behavior. No, he doesn't. He doesn't believe that shit. He doesn't believe it for a second. It just, he doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck and he's not going to own it. No. He'll take whatever excuse he can to Mm -hmm. not have to own his own behavior. And this is this is Christianity. This is this is what they do. This is yep. 
Ah, the uh, devil made me do it. <laughs> I don't own any of my own behavior. <laughs> oh, and just just to remind everybody out in the the wide world that might be hearing this or watching this, uh, Duggar mm-hmm. confessed to police that he forcibly fondled and sexually assaulted at least five underage girls, including four of his sisters, on multiple occasions over the span of several years while he was a teenager. So I have no sympathy for this guy, and I, I would hope that some worse shit would have happened to him. But of course, you know he's a celebrity and he's a white Christian guy, and so nothing happened to him. He got to go to rehab for sex addiction. Oh, that's not sex. That's not even that's a not thing. Sex. Nope. That's mm. not sex. And so the person that the uh, progressive secular humanist blog at Pathos writes here is the bottom line, and I'm including it because it's perfect. It says. Child molester and Christian extremist Josh Duggar sexually molested his underage sisters, cheated on his wife, and traumatized a porn star he paid for sex. Yet he is the victim because Jesus. Immense amounts of time are required to deposit that, cement it into hard sandstone and shale, tilt it, erode it. Your minimum estimates is hundreds of millions of years. Don, thank you for your talk so far. Uh, Number one, your assumption was naturalism. And your second assumption was uniformitarianism. As all scientists around the world are. Well, not all scientists. That would be a false statement, so it would. Well, all scientists I'm aware of. Really? So you've never read any creationist literature? Oh, I've read them. I don't count them as scientists. Ah, right. Okay. Jesse Kremer, it says, it's probably Kramer, but it's Kremer, K-R-E-M-E-R, is uh, leading attack on academic freedom at the University of Wisconsin. You know, Representative Jesse Kramer says that he is certain (laughs) that the age of the Earth is 6,000 years old. (laughs) based on what motherfucker oh hang on here we go okay so he is a documented christian extremist and an intellectually incompetent buffoon this comes from the uh secular progressive secular humanist we're using another one of their stories this week because that's amazing that's an amazing line (laughs) so uh they're currently leading the charge to pass legislation that would expel or suspend students who disrupt speakers at the university of wisconsin so i don't know where like you're you're not even on the same fucking topic and all of a sudden like we're going to talk about the earth being 6000 years old. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. I, I well, that, that is strident ignorance. That is just mm-hmm. Okay, so on the uh this there was a report that came out on the GOP attempt to stifle academic freedom at the University of Wisconsin. Someone said uh Representative Therese Bursell, a Madison Democrat, was quizzing Jesse Kramer, her Republican colleague from Coaxum, you know, you get up to the Midwest and they use all of the Indian words that they stole from people <laughs> from cities. Makes it sound out. like they have some history. Oh yeah, get this the is fuck out. Your words. Watching Parks and Rec and they talk about Pawnee, Indiana, and how they've fucked over the Indians and stuff, and they're just unabashed about it. Like, yeah, we we used to do all these horrible things to them. <laughs> it's to like fair, Leslie feels real bad about it. <laughs> oh, God, I love that show. Anyway, back to this <laughs> asshole. Uh, at a hearing for his proposed Campus Free Speech Act. Fuck these people. These free speech warriors that are... Oh, my God. It is not up There's... to... It, it's a college. They don't have to have certain people there if they think it's going to cause a disruption. They don't, they don't have to give their platform. God damn it. Uh, and so... Berceau wondered what would happen under the bill, which requires the University of Wisconsin system institutions to be neutral on controversies of the day. So that's that's a buzzwords for, you know, go ahead and allow the alt-right Milo mm-hmm. Yiannopoulos. Yeah, and- that's bullshit. Yeah. That is bullshit to be neutral on the controversies of the day. Yeah. Go Teach fuck the yourself. There are, there are objective truths. 
that we yeah. have, we can, uh, we can show there are objective truths. And mm-hmm. just because other people want to go, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, like, oh, that, and that's that same like false dichotomy, like, ah, uh, this person also thinks that purple is actually a taste, like. <laughs> well, like, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, purple, purple absolutely is a taste because fuck you, that does not taste like grape. <laughs> yeah, I've had grapes. This is like I've had strawberries and cherries, no, and they yeah. don't taste anything yeah. like the artificial uh-uh. flavor. No. <laughs> no, it tastes like purple and it tastes like red. But those are the flavors. So Berceau was wondering that if a student in, ge- in a geology class argued that the biblical theory that the Earth is 6,000 years old, what would happen? And he said, is it okay for the professor to tell them that they're wrong uh, during their yes. session? And it says... In a then, geology class? Absolutely. And so yes. Kramer comes back and says, the Earth is 6,000 years old. That's a fact. No. No, that's not. You can't just stop it there. I don't know. I don't know how someone can just open, like, open mindedly, not even just like as a statement of fact, go, the earth is 6,000 years old. Be like, motherfucker, I could take you out to my backyard and show you this stuff. It's like, right. And I made this this point on the patron show, but um, it took over a hundred years to make Notre Dame. One sixtieth. <laughs> yeah, one sixtieth. They think sixty times, just sixty times of making Notre Dame, just that one building, just the mm-hmm. one, everything, Ev- everything, mm-hmm. everything, just the sixty Notre Dame. What, what I what I especially love about the the whole. 6,000 years old uh, creationist myth that everybody likes to keep bringing up and it's like they believe they for the 6,000 years old they have to believe Noah's Ark was the real thing and so if that's the case there were only a handful of different species on that Ark that had to blossom into the diverse bio, biosphere that we have right now which would require evolution on fucking crank it would be yeah okay mm-hmm. just that would take that would take that would take selective breeding on crank the the variation in dogs that we have took a hundred thousand years <laughs> like mm-hmm. we have original breeds that have an original meaning right barely bred down well, that are older than six thousand years like it took humans longer <laughs> than six thousand years to figure the fuck out selective breeding right what the fuck what well, the what about, fuck what what about what about that fantastic Mayan calendar that everybody bought into so much that <laughs> goes back further than six thousand years? Oh, that's just not true. That that's a heathen. That's a, that's, that's it's a not heathen. even it's not even that they dated it that long. It's that the calendar actually goes back further. Than what about that. the written history that we have that goes back more than six thousand years? We we have what is it? The oldest known writing is eight thousand years old, yeah, when and it, it was when a poem written by a woman. In. Yeah, I think it's like it's like ten thousand years old is the oldest known writing. Thirty like, five, yeah. thirty five hundred BCE. So we're looking at about five and a half thousand years ago. So that actually okay. oh, okay. conforms to what they think. You know, oh, the earliest oh, okay. writings we got is yeah. The Don't you hate? Writing, it took. It, it took 
500 years for just all languages to develop all languages <laughs> oh no they had them back then too but you know the tower of babel happened and god struck them oh, dumb with yeah. their yeah, so they have to believe all of this. They have to believe all of it in order for it to be true for them. And so I just it, it makes me laugh that we have this this guy that's an elected official that believes that the earth is 6000 years old. And how did you make it through college? How did you make it through school? Oh wait, because you have religious schools in the United States. Fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, man. He's got he's got a BS from Jesus you. We <laughs> have cheese recipes that Because Jesus. Are like 2,000 years old. We have cheese recipes that are 2,000 years old, you guys. Cheese. Like, the, the, the same recipe. <laughs> cheese is older than that. Cheese is way older than that, but... Ah, oh, fuck, I left the milk out overnight. Oh, <laughs> praise <laughs> Jesus. Absolutely. Every time. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fire! 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 <laughs> this one comes to us from the Telegraph in the UK. Uh, let's see. And uh, the only reason I'm grabbing this one is for the fucking headline that came up. And <laughs> you guys are you're gonna, you're gonna love this one. So let me let me bring it up real quick because I only copied the link. It said, um, "Sadomasochist Swingers Club with Torture Dungeon huh? shut uh-huh. down over health and safety concerns." <laughs> oh well it's Gross. good that they're getting inspected i you know i appreciate I mean, it i am i applaud i applaud i applaud that, that the they're doing their that they're clean. doing their part to make sure that it is it is conforming to code <laughs> and that's that it's important that. when i when i brought this one up with another a fellow co-worker he's like well, yeah, they should shut it down. That's just a d- den of debauchery. And I'm like, no, dude, it's for fire code. <laughs> He's like, I got what, a really? bruise on the side <laughs> of my boob today. All right. Like, Ow. tell him, quit punching you in the tits. It's like, that's just, you didn't, oh. you, I didn't, I didn't get it from being punched. Although the, the, I, I do have the bruises on my ass are from his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, it, this is a club in Sunderland. That has been closed down for not complying with fire regulations. So, okay, yeah, court. that's important. Mm-hmm. Okay, like yeah. there's, hot, there's hot wax. You got you. If there's yeah. hot wax, that's fire hazard. They definitely need to be to code mm-hmm. on that. And so it says Look, here that the the dungeon was complete with Saint George George's cross, stocks, uh-huh. a sex swing, and yeah. plenty of yeah. implements to inflict pain. He said mm-hmm. that there were fire risks were aggravated by the presence of the equipment, which would make ha. it for, which would make it tricky for people to escape in the event of a fire. <laughs> well, yes, you got to okay. have a yeah. quick release Fair on point. the stocks. You know? <laughs> Fair point. Yes. Uh, the entrance was uh, the rear entrance was hidden, but when you went to it, goddamn oh. it, phrasing people, phrasing. God, <laughs> just. <laughs> It was locked from the outside with a roller shutter coming down, and there oh, was no that's way. Horrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's no, yeah, terrible. That's, yeah. That's really horrible. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, so, it should be shut down. I mean, they should reopen once they get up to code. What's What's funny <laughs> oh, is that. Oh, God. The, I just have this picture in my head of, a, of them trying to evacuate a sex dungeon due to fire. Oh, no. Well, just think of this. It says here the, the fire manager and station manager attended the premises the following evening. And they happened to disturb 15 people who had already arrived for the evening. (laughs) (laughs) Let these people have their fun. 
the big thing in BDSM is consent. And these right. people were trusting that this was going to be a safe environment to explore these limits. All right. And burning in a fire is not a safe environment. It's not a safe environment. Just throw that out a, there. Just gotta throw need, that out there. You need a good sprinkler system. Oh, there I was mean, a there was a non-functioning fire alarm. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, no, that's a problem. <laughs> Flammable oh plastic coverings on walls, which had been installed to create ambiance <laughs> and candles, uh, meant that mm-hmm. fire inspectors were moved to close the business immediately. It has not been reopened. Yeah, and open so- flames are just a hazard. Open flames yeah. are a hazard. I get it. Candles, mm-hmm. dark, you know, dungeon. Yes, I get candles, but put them in glass. All right, like be responsible human beings. Glass around them doesn't ruin the ambiance. Just put right. them in glass. You know, put flame, flame, flame proof wall hangings. No plastic. Don't use plastic. Plastic <laughs> bad. Nice. Get a nice wallpaper. There are some beautiful wallpapers out there. Right. And wallpaper was really big in the gothic era when like gothic style was in. Yeah. Go with wallpaper. Yeah. They've got, they've got good like satin wallpapers. You can do I'm that. Get, I mean, they're fairly easy get. to clean too. So. Somebody get an interior designer who's into BDSM in there, and right. then somebody get uh, somebody who's an expert in fire regulation who's also into BDSM in there, and mm-hmm. and and a safety expert who knows quick release. A magician, get a magician <laughs> in there. They can mm-hmm. do the quick release stuff. They know. So, do you guys want to guess how much it costs for them to do this investigation that they're passing on to the the owner, Catherine High? Ten thousand, <laughs> ten thousand pounds. So it's about fifteen thousand dollars worth of. Yeah, that's pricey. So <laughs> pricey, man. And so it's just it. It sucks that. I want to point out that the owner was a woman. Yeah, but the, the yeah. I also want to point out that that was unsafe as fuck. <laughs> it very yeah, it was. intensely. Again, these people are. Tr- they want a safe environment to explore the limits uh-huh. of their sexuality and pain yeah. thresholds, and yeah, explore these kinds of limits. Um, right. burning not safe no it's not but again <laughs> I come back I come back to that that mental image of BDSM dungeon being evacuated because of a fire and people like running out into the street naked in stocks I think and I all saw that sorts movie. of restraints <laughs> they, they've got a they got a guy with like nothing on but a spreader bar this is legs mm-hmm. just yeah, he's, 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 it's all just jangly. Fuck, where did I see this? I saw something like Some this before. Some other guy carrying ah, a guy who's on ah, the cross. Yeah. I got it, I got it. It was uh, Cheech and Chong's next movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. That was the name of the fucking horrible film. Yeah. That's the one that had Pee Wee. No, no. This mm-hmm. one where it starts off with them going to the welfare office. Like, later on, they, they play, like, this... Uh, thing on the the speakers and so everybody in the sex club has to go running out on the street fuck i remember seeing this now man it's a, <laughs> it's a terrible movie it's not corsican brothers bad but it's a terrible movie <laughs> D- don't go watch corsican brothers though no no don't don't, <laughs> don't no. do that everyone okay no. yeah would you be willing to speak under oath to uh give your version of 100 percent i didn't say under oath I hardly know the man. I'm not going to say I want you to pledge allegiance. Who would do that? Who would ask a man to pledge allegiance under oath? I mean, think of it. I hardly know the man. 
It doesn't make sense. No, I didn't say that, and I didn't say the other. So if Robert Mueller wanted to speak with you about that, you I would, would be, be glad to, to, to tell him exactly what I just told you, Joe. Okay, it's week 20 of the Trump roundup. Fuck, man. <laughs> if, he, <laughs> if he lasts, you like, know. four years, that's going to be week 200 and, what, 208 <laughs> of the Trump roundup. I don't roundup. see it happening. <laughs> I don't see it happening either. I but don't, I don't see, see it happening happen. either. Man, how burned out would we be? As a society, as a whole, just society as a whole, how numb would we be to political scandal? <laughs> or I don't want to be on really that. Violent. that. Yeah. The- because I mean, like traditionally, these things don't go down soft. No, like we, no, we let don't. it we let it slide for quite a bit until the proletariat goes. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, yeah uh once women start writing that's when we have a problem yeah mm-hmm. so it's been another busy week for our national disgrace of a president considering he had a full weekend of shitting on everyone that isn't trump uh so let's get started uh first up this week we had the idiot in chief make comments about the london bridge terror attack that occurred in london this past weekend because that's where london bridge is uh and he decided to originally tweet a message of solidarity with the mayor of london who <gasps> happens to be of Muslim descent that slowly turned into something much, much worse. So in an effort to let people know that he was going, there was going to be an increased amount of police in the area of the attack. The mayor Sadiq Khan said that there was quote, no reason to be alarmed to the increased police presence because they're just letting people know, Hey, our guys are out there making sure things are safe. And so Trump of course uses this to his advantage and comes out and says, Nothing to be alarmed about. Oh, the Muslim mayor is having a field day with this. It's just like, we need our Muslim ban. He came, Muslim ban. And it's like, he came out and he said, travel ban, ban, travel ban on on these countries. It's like, you just torpedoed your entire Supreme Court case that's going to be coming up Mm -hmm. here pretty soon. The whole. I don't understand. Everybody that's a lawyer for this guy must have went, the fuck are you doing? I don't I don't know how anybody takes a job with Trump anymore and expects to not pull their hair out in fucking frustration because yeah. he's coming yeah. to realize as a business owner, a business runner, I don't know what the fuck you want to call him, a uh, uh, real estate tycoon or whatever the hell he was, that people kind of turned yeah, a blind eye. They turned turned a blind eye to a lot of the shit that he did because he was Donald Trump and he was rich. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work <laughs> as president. <laughs> no, like not we, even close. You guys remember that Fox News this time uh, during uh, Obama's run and whatever, mm-hmm. like twenty weeks in, they were giving him shit because he liked Dijon mustard. Mm-hmm. That's where I we remember. Were. That's where we were yeah. <laughs> four years ago or eight years ago. Sorry. And it's just it's amazing to me that we're we have to worry about him chewing gum or, you know, giving a salute with a coffee cup in his hand. No, we have to worry about this guy that's literally fighting every one of our allies in open about all this shit. I can't believe it. Uh, let's see. What else did he do? Uh, he went on Twitter, to defend his travel ban, criticized the watered down, politically correct version of his Department of Justice, his Department of Justice. I want to take a minute here. Yeah. I want to take a minute and point out that uh, terrorism in the UK is so low. It's so low. I looked into it the is. rates of it in the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s. It was three times uh, for a 15 year period between. 75 and 90 it was three times 
90 and 2015. Uh, you can fact check me on that. But you can see that there is actually like a huge dramatic difference on like terrorism in the UK is way, way fucking down. Yes, we do oh, have yeah. an issue. I'm not saying we should not be addressing the issue of of Islamic terrorism, which is a, our modern form. But it is so, so low, so low compared to what it used to be. You guys, we've got to stop with this. Ah, the worst ever because it's really like the best <laughs> ever. I mean, this is like the lowest terrorism has ever been ever. <laughs> I just, I find like, it, it, I find it's it hilarious scary now because we, didn't do it. we just haven't been doing it for a while. It's hilarious to me that the, the whole thing that's, uh, Everybody's like worried about Islam, 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 Islam. It's like, okay, over in countries like Europe, that might be a case where they're worried about that kind of thing because they're much closer to it. But here in America, people really need to chill the fuck out about Islamic extremism because more people die, more women die at the hands of their husbands, boyfriends and stuff than die of terrorism. Right. More people die of heart conditions. More people die of you know, white terror, and you kind of might catch some shit on that one. But look at who shot up all the fucking theaters recently. You know, or yeah, there was a guy who the... wanted to start a war on women. Literally, wanted people mm -hmm. to start getting women under their under control. Mm -hmm. And we had shot the, yeah. a lot of people. We had the no, guy I mean, that... seriously. How many uh, how many uh, death threats have we gotten from Islamic terrorists? Uh, we have not none, gotten one Muslim. None. <laughs> not not one, none. one Muslim. You know, none. threaten us on that kind of thing. Because yeah. no. uh, I think they're a little bit more savvy than that. I don't think they would be so stupid <laughs> to do that. But <laughs> you know, the entitled crazy ass Christians are like, oh well you will you'll learn when you're burning in hell. It's like, okay, that's not quite a death threat, but yes, I'm not so worried about the lake of fire. We've got to hope you die. Yeah. We've got to hope you die. We've got to you we've we've gotta gotta kill yourself. Die. And we've got, yeah, we've gotten lots of those. And... <laughs> We're not trying to give you guys ideas. Don't do but that. No <laughs> but no Muslim. But no Muslim. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait, we've yeah, got no, no, no hateful, violent messages from, from many Muslims. Oh, so here's, a, here's another fun thing that Trump tried to do this week. He tried to privatize U.S. air control. <laughs> Air traffic controls. Yeah. I mean, sure. Which yeah, that sounds like well. a wonderful idea. Let's let's go ahead and have you know somebody that's going to be working for the cheapest amount of money controlling one of the most mm -hmm. high risk, yeah. high like pressure fucking things on the planet. I don't, I don't know. Look, what, I'm glad people are willing to do that kind of job, but no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Think, think, think about what companies do. You will have air traffic control being run like a call center. Oh man, <laughs> it's going to be terrible. It's like how we you have could, McDonald's I mean, under call center could, nowadays. <laughs> with 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 the, with modern technology, you could run air traffic control from a single remote location. Should be terrible, terrible. <laughs> you uh, could. I don't. Do you, you could, but it would be fraught with all sorts of issues. Yeah, well, like line of sight <laughs> is a thing. Line of sight is a thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not an expert in this. No, I no, it, it up here. No, it it, abs it absolutely it absolutely is. But if you, I mean, you would, I can guarantee you, if it were privatized, you would have you would have a company that it would look at the cost for 
dealing with those technical problems versus the cost of cheap labor. Yep. Let's see. What else did he do? Oh, he, uh, <laughs> he apparently seemed to forget that Qatar is a major U.S. ally in the Middle East. <sighs> of course he did. Because he I, came I, out. I, I, he came out. Surprised. And this this has been debunked already because they found out it was a Russian planted story that made it seem like we were getting a lot of terrorism from this country. It said during my mm -hmm. recent trip to the Middle East, I stated that there can no longer be funding of radical ideology. Well, you live in a glass house, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, leaders Please define that. Leaders pointed to Qatar. Look, and so there he's trying to make it seem like because Saudi Arabia was planning on you know cutting off funding for them and. All these other wonderful things that trying to come out and say that, you know, they're a state sponsor of terror. It's like, you know, Saudi Arabia is much of a state sponsor of terror than fucking yeah. Iran is. <laughs> yeah, we're still allies with Saudi Arabia. And most of the 9-11 attackers were from Saudi Arabia. Yep. I think all like, of them were. I thought there was like. I think like 18 out, of, 18 out of 20, I think, is what the oh, stat okay. I remember. But yeah, a vast yeah. majority of them. Um, yeah, they were Saudi. Mm -hmm. about, sitting there like oh saudi arabia ah. and these <laughs> the last couple ones we're going to bring up here happen to be based on the comey stuff because it's just funny that that was one of the big things that happened this week <laughs> he went dark on twitter for almost two days almost mm -hmm. two days without anything from the trumpet and he just uh he finally started talking afterward i mean it was a uh, eric trump that was was the surrogate one at that time who came out and said that we're not humans we're we're not even people god uh, he's such a shit stain <laughs> god damn that lizard person <laughs> he is a he is a lizard human he is a a non-human reptile creature i want to find god. the uh, whoever the you guys remember on uh, beavis and butthead the uh the old Texan guy that used to they used to just uh, mess with all the time mr vandry not vandry what the fuck was his name uh, I don't remember. Anyway, this guy that sounds exactly like Hank Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you the two boys that have been whacking off in my tool shed? <laughs> it just makes me think of the Trump boys every time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking degenerates. I hate them so much. Uh, so when he uh, he was called a liar by Comey, and uh, so at that after the Comey mm -hmm. investigation thing happened. His attorney sent out a blast of information to Comey and a bunch of other places trying to get him in trouble for leaking memos to the press of conversations that he had of Trump, and he accused Comey of perjury. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the head of the FBI knows all too well <laughs> what pretty the sure fuck Pretty sure he's familiar with perjury. Yeah. Pretty sure he's familiar. And he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, this, uh, why would I lie? Why? This truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> so and it's yeah. really funny is that the, the letter that the lawyer had sent out had vast misspellings. Like even in the first line, instead oh, of president, ones. I said president or something like that. And, no. and, the, and, the, and, the time, and the timelines were all wrong. Yeah. And uh, the like, funny thing is all wrong. The, the, the quote leaking that Comey did was of unclassified documents. Mm -hmm. You it's can't leak an unclassified document. That's right. the yeah. kind of document you can leave on your printer. Someone picks up and be like, oh, 
well, shit, uh, what is this? And like, oh, wow, this is salacious. Like, oh, let's tell everybody. Everybody's going to be like, yeah, we knew that already. You know, <laughs> or they're going to be yeah. like, yeah, yeah it's, it's no not, big deal. It's not something it's-, it's not something you're going to face jail time for. I, I, no, I know, I know no. this world. Unclassified, if it's got a big U inside of a pair right. of parentheses, you right. are fine to let anybody right. and your uncle see that. Right. Unless it has yep. F-O-U-O or anything else like that. So Yeah, and he's also he also forgot he forgot that Trump was the first person to mention the conversations that they had. Yeah, the the whole he better <laughs> uh, hopefully he he what is it something about the tapes is like the tapes that I made hopefully he doesn't wait, so, the, the tapes no, that we made was, don't leak. It was with the in in the letter the letter of his of Comey's firing. Oh wait, where so Trump the, on mentioned three separate their occasions. conversation. Yeah. yeah. And Comey <laughs> Comey was like yeah, n- no, not really. No. <laughs> Let me clear the oh, air on you better this one. hope we don't have <laughs> tapes. Like, here's oh, my memo. Okay, here's oh my, my memos. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, he leaked information. Like, no, he he waived executive privilege when he started talking about this in the public. So yeah, no. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so, of course, Trump is saying that his testimony has given him complete vindication because he confirmed, essentially confirmed that three times the president asked him and Comey said, look, I'm we don't have a criminal investigation open for you. We don't have a counterintelligence investigation open for you at that time. <laughs> right. At the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's here's the thing. He said he said in the same meeting that all these people are talking to him. I mean, we're not even going to go into McCain spouting gibberish at the end oh, there. Geez. But yeah, uh, the the fact that that he said to uh, everybody on the staff there, he's like, yes, I had my memos, but I've passed them off to ex-director Mueller to to run his cases. It's like, yeah, if that has been turned over to the special investigator. As information that he will need for whatever he's doing over there, mm-hmm. that means that there is a case against him now. They're they are mm-hmm. at least investigating whether this is uh, obstruction of justice, because it might not have been a couple of times before, but he keeps self-inflicting wounds upon himself and just oh, constantly. he absolutely does. He absolutely does, and I love that uh, in Comey's t- in Comey's testimony he. Uh, he 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 mentioned he named who he had talked to immediately after the meetings, who he had ta- told about it. So he's got people from the FBI that can corroborate the story. Man, and just which is, which is <laughs> I mean that's perfect. And then oh, see, uh, we're probably going to get to it, but Trump also said that he. He's one hundred percent willing to testify under oath. Under oath, yeah. <laughs> oh please! And you had his yes. the new press lady, whatever the hell her name, whatever the Huckabee girl's the name Huckabee is. Huckabee lady is. Spicer? is Spicer out? Not, not really. Not completely. He's just not just doing the public like ones anymore. Yeah, I, th- I think he's finally had enough because Melissa McCarthy just owned his ass every time on SNL. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sad to see Melissa McCarthy's Spicer go. It was so great. <laughs> but the the but, thing is, oh like, man, she, the she came on. It's just yeah, so much worse when she came on and said Trump doesn't lie. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, even the people that supported him, just groaned at that point. They're like, Ugh, really? <laughs> oh. 
Oh like, boy, here how, we go. How about releasing those taxes? How about uh, <laughs> how about all these campaign promises that you made that are now going away? <laughs> how about all those? To be how fair, about, to be fair, he's verifiably false things. <laughs> oh yeah, the very yeah, he lies. He lies constantly. He lies. Oh like, yeah, logically, it's amazing. But he's um, he's, he's but... not learned as a politician. You can't double down. You can't double down on absolute bullshit as a politician. You have to be like, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> so any independents out there, oh my God, please vote. And if you really want another system other than just two party, get on it. But like, get on it. You start working for that. Make your case. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, Do it at a local level. Just... Do it at a local level. Oh, oh start, no, start it at a local level. Our, okay, our system. Oh, people don't realize this. Our system is set up so that the local level can eventually influence the national level. There was an experimental uh, local level changes built into our system so that states can experiment with things like, I don't know, recreational marijuana. Like, mm-hmm. that's built into the system, you guys. <laughs> um, there, there's all these wonderful things that we can do on the local level that if they work, these miraculously, or, you know, through people doing a lot of hard work and making good cases and showing that they can work, um, they can be adopted nationally. It happens all the time. We have a lot of history for this one. Don't mm-hmm. just sit there and bitch to me about how it's not fair that we only have two parties. I mean, there are arguments for and against the two-party system, okay? It's nuanced. Maybe think about those before. Mm-hmm. Maybe really get into why a two-party system is not the worst thing in the world uh look at india take a look, look at india look at india i mean shit mm-hmm. look at the look, look at, at the UK. mess look <laughs> yeah look at the shit show that they just had oh lord buckethead holy shit <laughs> google that everybody have some fun for yeah. that <laughs> yeah that's an actual elected official now oh <laughs> uh, he showed up but, and <laughs> yeah like like, but but in the meantime, when the system is not changed, uh, get on it. Mm-hmm. But 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 I mean, in the meantime, we're sitting here hearing about Trump trying to twist Comey's testimony, and the Republican Party trying to spin this shit. And here's the terrifying part, guys: there are people who believe this shit. Uh, Wholeheartedly, got, yeah. yeah. Vladimir Putin did a. Uh, he got on with um, what's her blonde face? Kellyanne she Conway pissed off or Trump. Megan no, Kelly. No, Megan Kelly. Oh yeah, yeah Megan yeah, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he got on with Megan Kelly in an interview, and he was like, and he lied his ass off. Well, yeah. Like, he lied. He just straight up lied. We have no reason to influence an election. Some patriots may have wanted to be involved. He called them patriots. Uh, he did <laughs> look it up. Uh, some patriots might have wanted to do it, but the government has no interest in it. Yada, yada, yada. And there are people who are like, see? He, see? Vladimir Putin wouldn't lie. He's <laughs> He was so passionate about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, we, they, there are, there are people buying into all this shit, you guys. There are people buying into the, the misinformation and the just straight up craziness they're buying into it so the rest of us who are not 
blindsided by this better step the fuck up you have a responsibility to do so yep mm-hmm. and if you want us to stop talking about the fucker every week do your oh part. yes please <laughs> we would love to stop talking about him yes i would I like nothing better him. Want, than to I, go I back ever ever i want him to be gone and forget that he was ever a thing yes that would that would that's that is what we want <laughs> wholeheartedly that is what we want Okay, so that does it for this week's current events. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the uh, the second episode coming out this Wednesday. However, before I wrap this whole thing up, I have to give the biggest thanks to all of the amazing p- patrons who support us each month. Uh, we do have a new patron to give some love to. And let me bring up his name real quick, and I will gladly do so. Steven Andrus has just pledged. Uh, he's actually the current leader right now in the Patreon competition. So welcome, welcome. We're glad to have <laughs> you as a patron. Uh, let's see, but we also have to give... Many thanks to our sustaining patrons out there. Angelica Pearson, Marissa Alexa McCool, the Rebel- Godless Revolution Podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, and Darcy Bowman. And uh, just a reminder, we have switched from a per-episode basis on Patreon to monthly, so if you want to support the work that we do each month, you're getting it at about a 75% discount. So it's never been more affordable. Go check us out. Patreon.com slash Outcasts. Uh, we want to do say that money isn't the only way to get our attention, so if you have any funds that you don't have to share, uh, a quick review or subscribe on whatever you catch us on helps us helps us out a ton, and we'll make sure to give you your shout out and your due praise. So uh, we did not get any real uh, reviews coming from anybody. We got a couple of new people on YouTube, but they don't share their profile, so I can't really give you guys proper thanks. Anyway, all right, that does it. We'll be back again in 48 hours with another episode for you guys all to love. But until then, remember, you're welcome. Bonnie. Good night, everybody. It's been long since you've been gone. I've been alone here, I've grown old.
Whereas I always saw your butthole like three times this episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> so much a lot of kitty butthole. He, it's how you know he loves the show. He doesn't know Hi, what's going on. My he, asshole. Yeah. he does have no idea that the camera's there. Yeah. He, he doesn't care. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.